ball floats over to Spain. G'day everyone and welcome back to the Fox Sports Rugby Podcast. I'm Sean Maloney back in the house alongside Stephen Halls and Christy Doran for another look at what's to come this week in Super Rugby and it'll take you around the world of the game. We know and love Halsey. How you doing? I'm well, thanks Sean. Um, yep. You've been away for a couple of weeks. It's been oh, mixed emotions when you're away. I kind of enjoy it when you're not here at times, but then after a while... Do we you all... enjoy my WhatsApp? Um, no, we, we stay in touch, though. yeah, I do, I do. I'm glad you enjoy yourself overseas, and I think it's important that when you do travel on the Seventh Circuit, you do get out and about and see the sights of the world. That's and part and parcel. That's and what rugby offers that not many other sports And do. that's what I would encourage the players to do as well, Christy. Get out and about yes, and see some get stuff. get out of the hotel room. Get out and yeah. have a look around. Turn the Xbox off. Get out there. Go and see Big Ben. Have get you, on the have London Have you seen Eye. London, Christy? Spent a year there. Yeah, so you've seen you're very bit. much dressed like you're in London today, actually. Why are you wearing a blazer indoors? <laughs> Look, still got a cough. Uh, it's been lingering for a couple of weeks. I'm trying to keep it all warm. Okay. Yeah. I think it's more than a cough. You should get it looked at. You don't look well. <laughs> you should get it checked out. Hey, I just want to go through uh, my where I stayed in London. Sure. Go for, for the London Sevens. Most recently completed league of the HSBC Sevens World Series where Australia wrapped up uh, in good style and finished sixth overall in the series. Stayed at the same hotel that the Wallabies stay at when they play at Twickenham uh, down in Teddington, a hotel called the Lensbury. Holy smokes, what a joint. Good digs, is it? Amazing. I'm also told that in and around Teddington that uh, Usain Bolt stays there when he's Does part it? of the European Grand Prix. That when big names come to town, the people at Teddington don't particularly Give a damn either way. Just let them do their thing. It was mag- It was like a movie set. It was magic. So you weren't harassed in there? You were just one no, of part of the, I was good part to of the go. crowd. I was good to go. And then to commentate at Twickenham, uh, that was just something else. I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to play Have there. Have you not ever commentated mm, in Twickenham? I've, no. Oh, you didn't do the sevens year before? No, no, no. And oh. I've never actually been to Twickenham before. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, wow. it's an amazing stadium, isn't it? Just yeah. ridiculous. It's so good. It would have only been half full. 45,000 day one, 42,000 day two. They don't open the top section, do they? No, no, they don't. They had some still big crowd. They had a big incident. They had some... I'm I'm not being glib about it. I'm not making fun, but they had some some fairly heavy-duty issues when they swelled it to 80,000 a couple of years back and uh, they had to to pull it back. It's an amazing place and I'd love to see how the Sevens goes there because the Test matches, there's something so unique about all those... Um, Northern Hemisphere places to play a test match at the respect the crowd gives when you come into a game like the bus pulls up out the front mm-hmm. the crowd's all waiting for the both teams to walk in like there's a really amazing tradition to it I don't know if the Sevens has that tradition but Twickenham Richmond that whole area just is absolutely pumping on game day, isn't it? Well, Richmond is such a beautiful little spot as well. I had no Brendan McKibben lives in Richmond. Yeah, Kibbo, Kibbo's yeah. on his way up to the top flight as well with London Irish yep. after they pushed through against uh, York Carnegie yesterday. Uh, but just a magic, magic part of the world. And, uh, I mean, you know... Normally we just have some fun and games with it, but it was it was an honour to be able to, uh, yeah, to call the games there. Nice and I really really appreciate it at the home of rugby. Good on them. Yeah, and a win for Australia over New Zealand. Forty points to seven. The Aussies Ooh. put away the Kiwis. The biggest score ever against New Zealand in the history of the series, and they were uh, quite unbelievable. Let's just touch on the sevens while we're still here. I've talked up Lockie Anderson. I've talked up a number of the up-and-comers and a few more put their hands up across the weekend. A kid named Simon Kennywell, who's now playing with the Aussie 20s team in Georgia. Holy shit. He went absolutely full berserker across the weekend. He, he plays back row in 15s. No, he plays wing in 15s. What? Yeah, yeah he does. He, I played a game with him last year. He's a winger from the Newington College. He's a, 
an outside centre winger. He no. may he may move his way into the back row, but he's because he, you're looking how he plays because he, he starts up front for the seven. Yeah, no, side. he's a, he's a winger in fifth. His whole junior career has been in the backs. Yeah, animal. Yeah, he was wasting blokes on the weekend, bumping blokes, like bumping off some of the best defenders on the in the series, sitting them on their ass. He was carrying blokes over the try line, powering away from thirty forty out. Simon Kennywell, unbelievable. That's good to hear. And he's only a young fella too, as you said. He's in the 20s. So yeah. he, he may very well move in to the, to the forwards if he does progress yeah. with the 15s. He, mate, he's built like a... Yeah, he's a big guy. He's built like an yeah. open side or a number six. Yeah. Northern Beaches boy. Yeah, he is. He's from yeah. uh, up at Collaroy. So yeah. actually had his parents sit behind me on the flight home. Yeah, good. Oh, nice. What about this? Quickly, the flight Economy? home... Economy. Yeah, okay. Uh, economy. I feel better now. So on the, so on the, I try to, I try to play it out. I try to lay it out and play it out in a way that would mean that I wouldn't have to drink copious amounts of booze to knock myself out for the flight home. Six foot five, buck twenty five. I don't fly so well in economy, right? So, I've I've stayed out till five o'clock. Yeah, in the you're morning. To, in the time, morning, you're trying to get your times up. I had a, sort of. I had a five a.m. finish on the Monday morning off the back of the Sunday night uh, rap party. Spent the whole day riding a pushy around London. Rode from Richmond into the London Eye. Yeah, around about twenty k's. Yeah, yeah. Big, big, yeah. big k's in the yeah. legs. So I roll into the flight for the tr- initial leg from UK down to Dubai, where you got to obviously change over. And I'm sitting next to a guy that has night terrors the whole way home. <laughs> night so frights. I'm talking about. <laughs> I've got the noise cancellings in. They do nothing. Old mate oh. next to me, he drift off. And he's, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's yeah. flying high. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, what's up with this dude? And then I drift off again. And then he would start singing in his sleep. He had his Bose headphones on. He starts like singing at the top of his voice in the cabin. And then I had to laugh. The, the host. They were so nice. Qantas, they're so nice. She comes up to me and she says, um, I'm so sorry about what's going on here. You know, like, uh, there's obviously there's some dramas going on and I can't apologize enough. He's probably had a bit too much to drink. I said, don't worry about it. So and I. then, and then, <laughs> and then she, we all have. She goes to the back of the thing and he comes back and sits down and he, he calls out to her and she comes back down and he says, I'd like to move, please. Like, I'm the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, Okay, where would you like to go? And he goes, I'll go that way and points towards business class. <laughs> We'd all like to go there. Sorry, Chad. That's not how it Maybe works. Maybe that's a tactic. Maybe oh, you carry on. Have so like that, they just move you up to business class. How, I'd love to know if anyone's ever flown and had someone next to them on a plane that's had night terrors. So that's the series all wrapped up. The Australian women's side go around this weekend over in Canada. Now, the Aussie women's side look dead and buried in their quest to retain their title, but New Zealand have made some big changes. As Australia then New Zealand essentially for top spot. Some huge changes, setting a number of their sevens side back to the 15 side. So if Australia can win in Canada and then New Zealand have a shocker there is still hope what's a shocker out of the top four or out of the yeah, top yeah you got to finish way out you've got to miss you essentially got they've kind of got to hope that they miss cup qualification but there is a chance australia if they go bang bang on the way home can maybe maybe squeeze past new zealand who have been easily the best you know side what though i don't think it's deserved like the fact that they, oh, i like the idea no i appreciate that i like the idea that the new zealand girls are allowing more of the sevens girls to play in the 15th mm-hmm. world cup i think we should have well shannon perry yeah we got two yeah, shannon and shana yeah. i think for us to grow the 15s game and the sevens we've all got to try and yeah okay yeah if, if they wanted to well, only yeah. if the girls wanted to so i think the fact that kiwis are doing it you've watched them play all year um our girls if they finish first that'll be a huge result considering, and I say this without trying to offend them, considering how they've 
come but, back from Rio because they haven't yeah. played anywhere near their potential all year, have they? No, that's fair to say. They'll think they'll nah. be the first to say that themselves. Um, anyway, so that's the come this weekend. That is the sevens locked and loaded, pinned down. Now, just just on that, I know, wins. I know. Mick Byrne though spent a bit of time with them last week before they went abroad. So um, he was saying that look, it's 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 difficult being the number one team in the world because everybody else lifts. Um, against you, the teams that are ranked 6th and 7th that usually you might walk over, mm-hmm. um, they all lift because they think this is that this could be a defining moment for our campaigns to, to beat the number one team in the world. So Yeah, but see, I look at our girls and say they had the same amount of pressure more going into Rio. They were favourites going into Rio. They were world champions and they nailed it in Rio. They were so composed, they were prepared. I just think this year that they have struggled to handle that, the expectation. So what they did this time last year... They've got to go back and look at why they could handle that expectation, how they could deliver in Rio, and why they've struggled to do it on the seven circuit this year. Because we have expected a lot of them, and you know it's foreign territory for them. And I suppose I probably sound like I'm having a crack at them, but I just would like to see them as good as they carry can be. On. Yeah, mm. exactly. Carry on. So because the thing is, you get to know them over the course of the year, and you do stuff with it, and they're all really, really good ambassadors for the game. They're just starting to see the distractions that rugby can throw at you. So. Um, yeah, I think the Kiwis have just upped it from from Rio. It's simple as that. Definitely have, and we'll get a, a chance to see them once again live next year's Sydney Sevens and the Australia Day Long Weekend, which is a great result because all matches, women's and men's, will be played on Allianz Stadium. So great three result. day event. Yeah, it's a. Oh, you know what? I actually liked the fact that they played a game at Kipax last year. I thought that was awesome. The media made a big deal of the fact they weren't playing on the main pitch, but they still got a... F- Do you know what? Public got an opportunity to watch the women for free. For free. That said, the Australia v Fiji uh, Cup quarterfinal yes. last year yep. at Kipax, I know there was only two and a half, three thousand people awesome. there, but for me, it was one of the best games of the year to come through on the TV because you had those scenes where you had the buses from Moore Park ripping yep. up and down on the other side, packed one end, packed to the near side, and that bridge that runs over the top of Anzac Parade had people hanging off it, watching mm. on, trying yep. to get a glimpse of it. It just all, it all looked really boutique. It just looked terrific. I'm, I'm with you, Halsey. That yeah. was one of the, I thought that was one of the best games. So there's no the games at Kipax next Negative. year, is that right? Okay. Negative. Costs a ton. To yeah, no, that's that Costs money, everyone yeah. a ton to get it. Set oh, look, up it makes there. it such more an effective week to be able to watch games and stuff. It'll be, in, it'll be great three days um, at Allianz next year. For it that. is going to be hot though. That extra week earlier, Ooh. it's going to yeah. be good chat anyway, gentlemen. Mm. Okay, Super Rugby. Have we been pushing it back on purpose? I was away, but I saw the results. No, it's still the going. Brum- still the, going. Brumbies, the Brumbies had a win against the Kings. They did. Yep. And uh, I think it probably, well, the Kings had run three straight. They had a buy in the, mm-hmm. in the middle there. So a very good result. Keeps their campaign alive, really, because uh, with coming up against Argentina this week over there, would have been very, very difficult had they lost that first match. So it gives them a heck of a lot of confidence. And, and uh, the Brumbies had their challenges throughout that game. They lost a couple of guys to the bin early on. You had Tom Banks goes. Um, so, yeah, a, a, a courageous win, I think, because they would have... Um, it's four, four, four straight losses in a row. The, the riding was on the wall for them. So yeah. good, good to see them respond. Yeah, look, I haven't seen enough of that game. Like, I've only watched highlights of that game. So, this will be a huge test for them, though, against the Higuarez. Look, that's, um, they got beaten by the force at home a couple of weeks ago. I think that loss against an Aussie side will prepare the Higuarez. Like, they're still in contention. So, it's getting pretty interesting in the Aussie conference. We're still, you know, the Tars put on a performance that we can at least go, yep, that's what we've expected. They're big names fired. Hooper, Falau, Foley, Phipps, like, they're big name players all, 
you know, had their best game of the season. Admittedly, against a pretty weak Rebels team. Um, still missed a lot of tackles over the Tars. So, and yeah. penalties. Penalties, yeah. I'll tell you what was great, though. I don't know if anyone got to see the insight that they showed on Kick and Chase. Yeah, that was um, good. Walking with Nobby the Ma- Tars. Yeah, Nobby Malone, the assistant coach with the GoPro on. That's the best feedback, or sorry, the best insight we've seen all year in terms of play mics and trainer cams no and question. stuff. The chat around, the chat between Hoops and Foley talking about running at Sioni Tupelo yep. too. Yep. That kind of stuff, like oh. those little bits and pieces. And you know what? Hats off to the Tars. So the, obviously the uh, process that this goes through, Lindsay, is uh, the stuff comes in. Our producers here cut it, send it back to the Tars just to make sure you're not giving away any uh, IP or anything that they feel might be... Um, you know, counter to them winning the next week and they sign off on it, that they can leave bits and pieces like that in yeah. is actually quite yeah. quite impressive, I mm. think. Even the fact that when, <laughs> like when Bernard, oh, Bernard's back, thanks for joining us, Bernard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what hoops message. Sense of yeah. humour. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, you should do hear that out there. Like there are, it's a, it's honestly, it's quite a, a nice place to try and have a bit of fun and crack some jokes. Like yeah. people don't, and it's nice to see certain guys that that's what they're like, and that's why you love playing with people like that because they've got a bit of a sense of humour out in the field in tough moments. How just quietly, how good is that new GoPro? Yeah. I don't, I'm not getting given one. Oh, Qantas GoPro. This is cash <laughs> for comments yeah. in here. Oh, I'm not getting given one. No, but we've we we, yeah, were, been, we yeah. offer one up. So this new GoPro. I got the GoPro Five. Is that what we is that what we're using on? Don't know, the, I haven't seen I think it. it is. I use it with my kids at the beach. It's great. So it's, it's got four microphones built into oh, it. Okay. This has got form. So the audio on it is exceptional. You know, the old GoPro, the GoPro 3 is a bit muffled and that sort of stuff. No, she's all good. No, it was, you're right, it was good. So the Tars uh, have a big win. And who else have we got to check off on? The Force? Yes. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm still, I'm still feeling it. I've flown direct from the UK to Sydney. One stop in Dubai. Yeah. Those poor buggers. The Force? Yeah. Yeah. They went Perth, South Africa, trooped their way around South Africa, go to cross the Bunos Aries, jag the their best result. I'm going to say probably the best result in the history of the club. Probably. Um, away from home. Back to Perth via Sydney. How are you supposed to play rugby the next week, having had travelled that distance over the previous three to four? It's just insane. The Highlanders got to town before the force did. I will say it is a lot harder coming home for us than it is going over there. It's always much harder return league because when you get over there, just the you know when you're travelling east to west, I'm not trying to harder. make excuses no, no, for the missed tackles, but that is a bullshit result. Like they should have been given the bye last week. The Highlanders came back. Are you suggesting that Sanzo have got a few things wrong in the structure of this no, competition, I'm, Sean? Not for I a second. I will not have it, <laughs> not okay? For, not for a I second. I will not have you talk about Sanzo like that. But when they're putting the draw together <laughs> last year, how does someone not look at that and go, oh, these guys are basically flying to the, f- to the moon have and back? Have you not seen how they did the draw? They're flying to the moon and back. The Highlanders, who are meant to be the team at a disadvantage because they're away from home, are benefited from yeah. being... Oh, man. Oh, anyway. Yep. Yeah. I think that's the story, though, with the force. Like, being out in the West, they yeah. they do cop the, the rough end of the stick That's there. garbage, mate. That is junk. I and mean, like I say, it doesn't excuse them. It doesn't excuse considering it's 55 tackles. No. The Highlanders did travel from South Africa, too, but it was only but nine hours. how far hours, is it? Nine, nine hours. hours back. Yeah. Mm. In business class, and, yeah. and they were in Pretoria the week before. So, I mean, they're going to go Pretoria, Joburg, Joburg, yeah. thing Yeah. Mm. Come on. Uh but you're right. And also, John Lance is missing this week. Broken he hand. Missing, was he, he missed, missed last, last week? week as well? I'll yeah, tell you what, during that game, Bill that, Meeks the, the was Cameron, Yeah, Bill Meeks, um, he, he didn't have one of his best games no, for Meeks. You know, you've was, got him in as a Wallaby 12. Yeah, well, yeah. You've cursed him, mate. That's what you did. Yeah, really. 
Come Paul on. Um, but if you saw the players that were injured in their suits, the, the cameras crossed them yeah. during the game. I quickly try and go through the ones I could remember. Ryan Lowrens, John Lance. Tessman, Lowrens, John O'Lance. Hale Petty. I'm going through it. Hale Petty. There was this, there was... this is the other thing. Angus Cottrell hasn't played a game. I thought he's been... Ben McCowman, Matt Hodgson. Like, the list goes on and on. Chance Penny, he was probably their best player in the first Correct. six weeks. You know, like, there's Correct. just so many of them. And any side that had that many injuries would have been absolutely annihilated. So... Not really unexpected when you look at it that way. No, and the Highlanders are playing some good footy. Eight on the bounce for the Highlanders as well, chasing yep. nine against the Tars this week. Uh, let's let's jump ahead to what's to come this weekend. Reds v Force. I'm heading up there. I'll Should be, be good digs. Doing some pre and post. Going to have a surf at Snapper before we head to the game on uh, tomorrow afternoon, which would be good. Reds v Force. Uh, what's happening? The Force have been the Reds. Uh, they have. Yeah, Nick Styles came out this week and said something along the lines of, and Quaid said the same, that we probably disrespected them in Perth earlier this mm. year. I don't think they disrespected them. I sometimes look at that as a bit of a cop-out for we didn't play They were enough. outplayed. Yeah, they were. They were totally yeah. outplayed. But I do think the Reds, they can still sniff some form, some type of opportunity this year. So, um, again, Higginbotham, Karevi, these guys are playing good footy. George Smith. Mm-hmm. Steve Moore, they're all coming into form. I think they're going to get them yeah, quite pretty, easy, the Reds. Pretty settled side, really. Uh, coming off the bye. Just one or two changes. Yep. Yeah, so Beat the Rebels before the bye. Yeah, and they played some pretty good football at stages throughout that match. But uh, I think... They're in the frame for finals still. I, I, put a, I put a line through them like a month ago. Yeah, I've put a line through every Australian team <laughs> a couple of times, but they're still fighting. They, yeah. just get, they just get the rubber yeah. and just squiggle it back yeah, out yeah. again. Yeah. No, but I thought it was mathematically impossible and then you realise that... Uh, You've only got to finish top of your of your heap and away you go. So the Reds are on sixteen points, Brumbies on twenty three. So the Reds can get a win, go to twenty one points. If they get the bonus point, they'll only be two points behind the Brums if they lose. Who have the Brums got this week? The Jaguares. Oh, sh- yeah, that won't be easy. No, no. Tars there on nineteen playing the Highlanders in Dunedin. That's tough. So yeah, we could have a pretty close contest going into the June series. If yeah. it was, let's just say it gets to the end of the series, Super Rugby, regular season, and you've got three Australian sides locked up and there's no way of splitting them. Okay, so points to differential do differentials the same. Yeah. Everything is identical. How would you settle on who goes through? Oh okay. What would your suggestion be? Well I'm that's why I'm I'm just tossing it out there. I'm sure uh, you've thought about boat it. Boat race? No, I'll tell you what I like. Boat race? No, no, no. I'll tell you what I like. Do you remember the old nippers days? Yeah. Do you remember they used to get... Flags? No. No, we're going back before our H&S stuck their way into the Australian surf lifesaving. Can you not is, play flags anymore? No, you can't. This is the point I'm saying. What they're about to do, you couldn't. You can't do. Okay. You sit on the old pole with a hand behind your back and a pillow, and you just have to... Remember that one? And you used to <laughs> knock each people... It's like a one-man <laughs> hand behind your back with a pillow, and you're sitting on this big beam pole. Yeah. Oh, you got to knock them off. Yeah, and every surf club used to have one. Like, Really? Sundays you'd get down there and just see these old blokes just towel themselves up with so a pillow. So you're on a beam pole. You're on a beam pole. Is it one on one? It's one on one. Okay. And you're sitting down and you're straddling this big pole. On right. The, and you've got the your, your left hand, for example, is kind of underneath you trying to hold the pole. Gotcha. Right arm is a big pillow. You've got a tontine pillow. And you're just smashing each other. And if you fall, like it's got... Did you just fall into the sand? Fall in the sand. Okay. Yeah. But generally, That's not a bad shout. Yeah. So, so I'll get you some a, footage. Maybe we'll get some photos for So the, you have a three-way... Yep. You have a three-way... Uh, yeah. On, oh, you know what? Pole. You nominate your best five, and we just go. You know what we're going to do? We're going to take you down to a beach. And we're going to sort this out. I don't mind that. Yeah. I'll go boat race. I'll <laughs> go. I'll go old school rugby. You pick your five best, and you line up, and whoever can nail it is off to the finals. Lindsay, yeah. what would you go with? 
Uh, look, I just think it's been such a miserable season that they should be put through their paces and have like a tough mudder kind of thing. Do Who do you, can you think of anyone who's been the best ever boat race participant? In because I can pick my one. Well, I don't go Clubland. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it all generally falls on the shoulders of a guy named Leif or yeah, okay, or you know, so Warwick War is the best I've ever seen. How many sips? Oh. So this is, we had a play... No low tide mark. At a Rupa um, function a couple of years ago, they had those little soft blow up foot, uh, little soft cushion footies that I they give I've, out. I think, didn't the comedian get pelted with them? And the, Yeah, I, I was MC for the night and they all threw the things at the comedian. At, oh, everyone did, yeah. Okay. And everyone who was holding a schooner glass, if at any stage one of those little footies got dropped in your schooner glass, because it fits in a schooner glass, gotcha. you had to scale. So guys were kind of walking around with a hand over their schooner. Classic behaviour. Yeah. But then later that night, they went down to a function after the, the dinner... And Warwick War is at the bar and he walks back with like um, five or six glasses and a jug. And someone walks up and drops the, in his jug, drops a foot in his jug. And so the whole bar turned on him. Yep. And he puts his schooner glasses down. The whole place is just looking at him, waiting he's going to do, takes out the footy. And before, you couldn't throw it over your shoulder and it wouldn't have hit the ground before he'd finished it. Like he just went bang, straight down his throat. Three schooners a in jug, one go. A jug, whole jug. Yeah. Yep. Just like, yep. like inverting yep. it. He's the best. That is a, oh, there you go. I've just showing Sean a picture pillow of the, fight. the surf club pillow fight. That's, yeah, I've got you. That's what we should Look, be doing. Look, that's a good... You know what? Yeah. Scrap the boat race. Go back to that as a way to, to push yeah. through for the equal top Aussie side. Uh, do you guys reckon it's going to be... Um, how many rounds we got left to this Super Rugby season? Five? Uh, four. Four? four. It's, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's five, it, mate. Every sort of nation's got something different because of the lines to us. So. But we've got... Australian side's got five games, don't they? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've got, got this, this week. week, next week, we're over in Perth, and then we come back for three, don't we? Two, come back two. for two. Four oh, matches. Yeah. Can you imagine your motivation levels? Yeah, I know. If you're out of the finals races, and say you're the Rebels, you coming back for two games. <sighs> oh, well, they might have motivation to try and stay in the competition, like that might be enough. We haven't touched on that. That was a way. Okay, we've got this week sorted out. So Reds v... So let's quick go through them. Reds to beat the Force. You say yep. Reds v Force. Uh, Lindsay, Reds or Force? Reds pretty well. I say Reds to uh, Waratahs Highlanders. Oh. The, I can't look at last week's win for the Tars and think that's enough because to beat the Highlanders, it's going to be a complete different ball game. Um, Hart says Tars, Head says Highlanders. Okay, nice way to hedge your bets there, champ. Lindsay? Yeah, the Highlanders have welcomed back Ben Smith and Wysocki Naholo, so two yeah, pretty handy I'll just take the Highlanders. <laughs> ins. Uh, yeah. Tars unchanged 23, probably. I wanted, I wanted to go... I, you know what? I wanted to go down on the wire to like the last week of Super Rugby to see which Australian side goes through to, yeah. to the finals. So whatever needs to happen for that to occur, let's go with it. Yep. I don't know how the um, Brumbies beat the Haguaris. Maybe yep. take a few leaves out of the Force playbook. Yeah, yep. yep. Muscle get up, in their defend, face. get up yeah. in the Argentinian's face. Uh, I don't know how they're going to win over there. Mm. But you know what, though? If you don't beat a New Zealand team throughout the, the, the season, you don't really deserve to, to go in, I don't think. Our stretch is 26 now, I think. Losses in a row. Australia, New Zealand sides. Good. Good. Um, okay, so let's get back to the news of the week. I know we get tired of talking about it, but what does it mean if the Rebels say, this is just from a fan's viewpoint, if they say, we're just not talking... We just we we're just not interested in talking to anyone from anywhere about our license, and we're just we're just going to do our own thing. What does that mean? Um, does that mean it just goes on as business as usual? Like, what can you do? Like, how can you? You can't you can't say well, you got to go anyway. Um, I don't know. I, that's the thing. Like, I think okay, can, any, can anyone answer me that question? 
I'm, not, I'm just asking that as just someone, if you were looking at it from the outside, and they go, you know what? Now nah, we're not actually going to talk about this. Yeah, well, we're, we're at a stage now where we know that the Western Force have said we're not going anywhere. They've got the best QC in WA. And pro some Bona, money now too. And they've got, they've got some money. They've got this guy that said, you know what? I'm pretty keen for you guys to stay. I love rugby. I'm good at what I do. He's the QC, QC man, is he? He's apparently going to dig it's his... It's like the castle. Yeah, it is, honestly, yeah. Dennis Denudo's getting some assistance. Who's... who? Yeah. So, in this instance, who's Daryl Kerrigan? Uh, Dave Vessels? <laughs> is Dave Vessels Daryl Kerrigan? Uh, I don't know. No, I'm... Is Hodjo Dale? Shot Dale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure who Dale would be. But then you've got the Rebels, who have said they're not selling. So, we know that where the Rebel stance is. Who's Con? Con. The hold, brother-in-law. Hold it steady, Trace. Yeah, Twister, Twister. Yeah, Jumanji, Twister and Jumanji. Jumanji yeah. Um, Eric Twister, Banner. Twister. <laughs> you know what we're talking about, Lindsay? Tell me, if, up, you, if you haven't seen the castle, yeah. you can get get out. Yeah. What do you know about lead? Get out. What do you know about <laughs> charm? <laughs> charm. Bit of charm. Uh, have you seriously not I'm seen not, the I'm castle? I've caught about 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Pretty, Are you serious? Are you serious? You've yeah, never Sam, seen the castle. Sam would, Sam would be disappointed here. Yeah, no, I'm, we're all disappointed. This is like an Australian rite of passage. Yeah. Get out. Get anyway, out. So the Rebels have said they're not going so, anywhere. Okay, so this guy is playing the role of Bud Tingwell. Yeah, Bud, yeah. Um, and so who's Dennis Denudo? Uh, Cinderbury, let's just say Cinderbury. 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 Yeah. Yep. Okay, so yep. he's, he said, you know what? He's I'm just writing little notes on the side like Evan Bruin and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Drink of water. <laughs> 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 so he's going he's gonna to fight it for the force. Yeah, yep. Wow. And the Rebels have said they're not... They're not selling. They're not selling. Or at least the AU. So I, I think we're in a position now where we just go, okay, this is what they've said. What's, what's this? What's Why don't the we game just rustle stance? up another three teams and just do our own thing? You mean us three here? Well, yeah, we can all be owners, but why doesn't Australian rugby just rustle up another three teams in, and just do our own thing? Well, how many, how many would you need for a national competition to be successful, Ten. do you reckon? Ten minimum? Yeah. How Ten. many to the finals? Four? Yeah. Just four through to the finals. Yeah. Yeah, promotion relegation back in your Sydney and Brisbane and Canberra and all those comps. But yeah, I think your national team could have, um, you could still have this, the force, the Rebels and the Brumbies in it. Mm. And between Sydney and Brisbane, you would go to some of the existing clubs, not the NRC clubs I wouldn't go to. You wouldn't? No. Go to existing club sides. go to existing club sides. Heartland. Yep. We have the clubs that have juniors from the under six all the way through. And at the same time, while they're playing national comp, their clubs are still playing in the the Brisbane competition or the Shoot Shield and I'm yeah. a big fan of the club system. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Ten. Ten's the magic number. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, so, or eight, so, two rounds. So you didn't really answer my question. So the Rebels say that but we don't really know the answer to it. If they just say, no, I don't know, we're going to have a chat about that. It's almost, like, it's, it. almost, it's almost like... Thanks, mate, but I'm busy. It's almost like, you know, my boss saying to me, Sean, we need to have a performance review catch-up. And I just go, <laughs> sorry, Hamish. Sorry, Hamish. Oh, it's not good for me. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Go go surfing at Snapper. <laughs> <laughs> then I can't get in any trouble because I've never had the chat. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I... Yeah. What, what makes it even more interesting, I think, now is you've got like guys like Sean McMahon, <laughs> whose future at the club in Australian rugby also hang in the balance as well. And, and he's the captain at the moment at the Rebels and could be off to Japan. Who who really knows what's going on? But it, yeah. it's not a great look. But Shame that, isn't it? Um, and, and it's really this, this situation with all the, all the clubs right throughout <laughs> Super Rugby where you don't know where any of your players are going to be for next season. So... 
I'm not laughing at that. I'm not laughing at that. It's just the old WhatsApps. <laughs> I just got a funny <laughs> message on the old WhatsApps. Sorry, Lindsay, you're right. You're 100% right. That, it, I, I mean, I don't know. We've been talking about this forever. We don't have to go through it again. Yeah. Uh, look, this has been a quite an enjoyable chat. Not really rugby-related or rugby-focused, uh, but nice to catch up. Yeah. Good to see you, Sean. Welcome back. Hell of a catch Thanks up. Thanks to Qantas and GoPro for <laughs> the last 25 minutes. <laughs> Oh, I, honestly, sometimes it's just nice to not have to talk about the nitty gritty, don't you reckon? Yeah. Have a laugh. Is there yeah. anything else you want to throw in the mix, Lindsay? Not particular. I don't think we actually had a scoreline prediction for the Brumbies. Can they get it over? Yeah. Scoreline prediction. Well, well, it's like player ratings. Who, who who wins? Brumbies Huggers. Uh, okay. Well, I think they. I think the did, did the Hug Warriors stay the buy last week? I they had a buy, didn't they? Yeah. I reckon they will be refreshed off the back of that. Just quickly. I don't know if you guys did. You guys have the, you did. You had Dave Dennis. Oh, well done to Dave Dennis. Yeah, as that's well. another good point. Sorry, we didn't bring that up. Dave Dennis, a former co-host of ours on the Fox Sports Rugby podcast, now playing with the Exeter Chiefs in the Premiership, is off to the big one against the Wasps after they staged a stunning comeback victory over the might and power of Saracens. That was unbelievable that that the last two minutes. ninety seconds. They get a watch they, it. Anyone it. who hasn't seen it, I'll step you through it. Yeah, no, did you, but just go and watch the clip. It's worth watching. Talking about this kick won't do it justice. Has just hoofed it. Oh. He's hoofed at 60. Penalty 60, 60 out. 90 seconds to go. Yep. Down, down by gone. three, was Dead it? Dead and four? buried. Down by three. Dead yep. and buried. Season's over. And he's nailed it. Nailed he's fl- it was Henry, Henry Slade, wasn't yep. it? Henry Slade has flushed it, and then they've driven them all over. Yep. D-D Scenes take. followed. Flushed it five metres out from the trial line. I'm and so stoked to see. So, DD potentially could be uh, one of very few guys to have be a joint Super Rugby and Premiership winner. Yes. Yep. Not many and get that. I tell you what, you look at those games and then you go and look at the Leicester versus Wasps game, the yep. other semi final. And we've got to take, we've got to learn out of these clubs because what they're doing is they've set up their competition so well. These are all club-based teams. They're not provinces. They're not states. They're not franchises. Mm-hmm. They're they're local teams, mm-hmm. and they are they are survive they survive on the back of local support. So that semi-final only fit twelve Sandy to fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. 12, how 12, good does it look? Twelve thousand, and it was absolutely pumping. But Bonkers. you know what? They'll go to Twickenham this weekend. Guess how many they'll get? They'll, they'll sell it. They will sell eighty thousand out because those. Local teams get starved. They struggle to get tickets all year. They'll have 20 buses go up. So that's where Australian rugby's got to start thinking, do we really want the Tars or the, our teams playing at Allianz where there's 40,000 seats every week or Suncorp where there's 55? Why don't we sh- shrink our stadiums, keep the playing surface the same? Not going to catch me there. Same space on the field, but smaller stadiums, pack them out and build the atmosphere. 100%. 100% could not agree more. I hope DD goes well. So that's this weekend, the Premiership Final. Yep. Well, they have yep. a week off. They're straight into it. Yeah, well, they're up against Wasp, as you said. But yep. uh, Curtly Beal, do, do you have a under an injury cloud? Curtly's got a, He's not going to risk it. If he's not right, he's not right. He's 50 50 at the moment with his hamstring. Is that right? Yep. He's been playing some pretty decent foosball over there. They can't win without him. They can't win that Curly Bill. He's been so good for them. What about Vili LaRue? Yeah, but if you watch Vili LaRue, what does Curtly do for players like Izzy and Vili? He makes them all look so much better. And all of Vili's highlights, and vice versa for Mm. Curtly, they've been struck an amazing combination. So, like the time that the Tars, we lost Curtly for the semi in 2015 against Mm. the Highlanders. Complete different side. Mm. Curtly, people don't... I hope people start and appreciate how good he can be. And and when you see Wasps without him, I reckon I tell you what, win. the Wasps, uh, if they if they do to get it done, what a decision by their owner to fork out those big bucks and and to ride Curtly through that injury that he sustained early on. Yep. Uh, with his contract up there to potentially flourish and cash in at the back end off the back of KB. Mm. Well done, sir. 
Well done. Doff my hat. Uh, I'm cheering for Deno though. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. I'm cheering well, for Well, remember Deno didn't, you know, he didn't get to play in that Super Rugby final. That was tough Still for him. Still a champion. No, I'm saying, like, you want him to be out there. And you saw, I was watching that with you, Lindsay. Scenes. The scenes when they won. Scenes. And he was so emotional. You scenes. Go, he deserves to win it. Deserves to win to it. To be on the field when that's, that final whistle blows. Some other good players out of Aussie who are playing with Exeter as well. Lockie Turner. Greg Holmes. Greg Julian Salvi. Julian Salvi, former, former Brumby. He's been injured though, Salvi, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, but all there. Yeah. But I'm told that they have a terrific, terrific culture at Exeter. Yeah. Very good culture. Uh, Nick White's going there next year. Pat Fibbs, I was with him this week. Fibbs, he, he was the man who was telling me about the culture. There. Yeah, it's a very social team. That's what I'm told. They like playing they got cards l- on the bus. Got a lot of bus trips. They, a lot they, of bus trips. They all enjoy their bus trip home. But he, he just said the club's created on a old school values, train really hard, tough, like a lot of teams up there. But um, because they're in a different part of the region, they k- tend to try and play a bit more entertaining footy and... He said it's a great club. Sounds like my Sh- kind of a side. I Shag- think I'm going for Exeter. I think I go for Exeter now. Yeah. I do too. Dean yeah. Mum's former X-Force, club too. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he, re- he yeah. Re- retired this week too, which is a damn shame. Well, he's still going, but he retires this year, yeah. A quick yeah. shout out to the, the lads at Toulon as well. Drew Mitchell could be his Yeah, there's plenty going on, isn't there? Um, Thought we were dead and buried 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Away we go. Giddo's back in that semi-final, it looks like. He might play. Yeah, who do they play against? They've is got Larochelle. Yeah, Larochelle. Larochelle yeah. be favourites for that game, won't they? They I finished think. first, uh, and they they came out of nowhere this yeah. year. And um, fair play to them. But uh, lots of Australians running around, around there. Liam Gill, Drew Mitchell, uh, Gitz, as we all know. He might be moving clubs. Gill um, might be going to Lyon. Be good if he just comes back to Australia. That'd be handy. Gitz is uh, no no Gilly. 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 Keep up, mate. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah. it would be great. Anyway, yeah. So that's right. French rugby to look forward to. Are we showing the Premiership final this week? Fox we, Sports? Yeah. yeah, we are. 11.30pm Saturday yeah. night. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Fox Sports 3, I'm, I'm pretty up for sure. It. <coughs> I'll watch that. It's my dad's 70th. There you Saturday. go. Yeah. Happy birthday, Al. Quite. Yep. There you go. Straight, um, after, uh, straight after the Rebels Crusaders, almost. Oh, that's a bloody good night. Mm. That's it looked after. Okay. Uh, well, that, that now brings the shutters down on what's been a very enjoyable chat with you two men. Uh, to you and yours, I hope your team goes well this weekend. We'll be back next week ready to rip and tear once more on the Fox Sports Rugby Podcast. Adios. Adios.